0: All right, what's uh. up, guys? Yeah. Uh. What the F? What the F? Blah. KG Day is ruined. KG Day is ruined. Every time they retire a number, they lose. We can't They'll have stop. nice things. No more retiring numbers. No, no more retiring Look at numbers. Bobby got it.
1: dressed up for this. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Um, really enjoyed let's it. Get- but we don't have a ton of time. I want to let everybody at home know what's going on. The KG ceremony is going to happen. It's taking a little time to set up, so we got this little post game window where we're going to rap with you guys about the game. It might bleed over. The guys at the garden are going to go take in the ceremony and see what's happening here. Jimmy and I could linger a little bit longer. Um, there's uh, Bobby's being swarmed by fans and interlopers. Um, oh, uh,
2: bottle service. There you go. <laughs> Classy. Classy. <laughs> They're going to have the music blasting in here. I'll do the best I can. The whole not. thing's going to be
1: rough, and we recognize with everybody here, um, you know, it's going to kind of be, a, you know, a weird show because, as we said, we have this small little window here, and that's going to happen. So let's get through the yeah. game, it's and Sunday then we'll show. talk a little about KG and stuff. Um, yeah. Just, guys, walk through here at the ending just how that all went down and just, you know, your, your reaction to it.
2: So it's all about I the hate- free throws, right? I mean, how did they overturn that call? I have no idea. I thought it would just be kind of a, you know, routine. You have the challenge. Just throw it out there and pray for the best. And they overturned it. I didn't see anything there that made me think he didn't foul smart. But I don't know. John, Jimmy, you might have had a better view back home. Well, the, the, I the got I is. got a feeling that
3: – Yeah, I was just going to say. I have this funny feeling that when they do the two-minute report, they're going to call that a foul. Well, here's they're, the thing. They're going to – And it's – And it's – To me, that's the – Worst part about this game, it should have come to that. First of all, the Celtics shouldn't have been in a position where they had to basically will their way and try to force overtime. But that was a. I mean, it, it's clear as day that there was contact. And they're since saying, when did the, they're saying that the contact was after the shot was released?
0: And they're saying that's legal. You can
3: say like, you can do, but damn near every time a guy gets fouled, so he's getting uh, fouled after
2: he released. The, the shot. That, on the yeah, board. that's what I
0: don't understand. Like, when did this come? They're calling the, like, call it, on the no force foul.
2: That should be very hard to overturn.
0: Right. And it was pretty immediate. That should
2: be hard to
1: overturn. I'm not sure the rationale there.
2: Yeah, I was stunned they turned that over. Smart's going to make the free throws, as Shred said. Kind of a little bit of a second-half collapse, especially on the offensive end from this team. Tatum couldn't make a shot. Brown was loose and rough with the ball again. And especially those last two possessions. Ball ends up in Smart's hands, and he doesn't really want it. That heave where he got fouled and the free-throw yeah. line jumper they played before, the play before, and then Tatum, turned, Tatum turned it over after Rob grabbed that offensive rebound, not to mention yeah. the chance that they had after the jump ball. Tatum was ready to let it fly the second they got in the half court and may called the timeout, and he just let it fly anyway after. Just really hard shot, fade away, of the break there. Do the best you could have gone for that much time on the clock. But, again, we've seen Tatum in these situations again and again, and he's just usually launching it.
1: Well, as we said, one thing I wanted to uh, just talk about, long-term implications of whatever it was that happened in this game. Just a a look into a window, and again, I'm not saying the Celtics have had it easy, uh, but the Celtics haven't had a team to push back as hard them, de- as hard on them defensively as a team like Dallas is equipped to do and did, and it did not go well. We're not saying that this would happen anytime. time, and you're not, you're not going to face a lot of these teams. Obviously, Miami would be a challenge when they're fully healthy. Even though the Celtics have played well against them this year. Um, you know, so you wonder where you're going to run into these problems in the Eastern Conference. How many landmines like this there are? But just a window into you know what it's like for this team this Celtics team the way they've been playing to go against the tough defense and how much they struggled here to get into any sort of flow it feels like looking in the mirror you could see the things that the Celtics do well with their length and the passing lanes and really keeping teams from getting into the paint at all and just kind of cycling the ball around and settling for shots that you don't want to take that's kind of what today felt like and it was ugly being on the receiving end of it
0: yeah, no, yeah. the third quarter Is especially, it? I felt like they were, starting to, they were starting to stand around a lot. Um, it didn't seem like the offense was flowing much at all. They were missing shots. Um, Tatum went cold. That's unfortunate. I mean, we said it, you know, you can be a strong defensive team all you want, but someone's going to have to score for you. Someone's going to have to take over. He doesn't need to drop 50 to win this game, but he can't go as cold as he did in that second half there. There was really nobody that could take over on the offensive end. Once in a while, it looked, you know, Tatum gets to the basket or Brown gets to the basket, but they were sloppy in this game too. Brown had a turnover late in the
2: game there. And the, um, the complaining again, Jimmy. You lose by three in this game, and you had two technicals. Inexcusable. The coach, too, picking up a tech. He did that earlier in the year against Denver. In a, or I don't know who it was against, but in a game earlier this year, that technical at halftime he had in that game ended up costing them in the final And again here. They lost their mind, but the officials in the third felt a lot like that Detroit game on Friday.
3: Sherrod, your did thoughts? You, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of blame to go around here. But when you start looking at when they've had guys in that starting lineup that have struggled, there's been usually a guy or two off the bench who could bail them out. Derek White, two for ten. Grant Williams, one for six. You're not going to win a lot of games when Tatum struggles. Pritchard oh, passing up open struggling. shots. Well, Pritchard passing up open shots. Marcus Smart passing up open shots in the, in the lane. There, down the street. Bottom line is they didn't get it done when the opportunity was there and I, it, I put more of it on what they didn't do than what Dallas did because there were opportunities for them to make plays and find a way to get this tough win and they just didn't capitalize on it well let
1: me ask you guys this um just a couple uh and again we're trying to buzz through some game points here because this is going to be a short ish show uh, your thoughts on the Celtics choice to double um You know, which isn't the thing that they do often, but um, did get burned a little bit by it here.
3: Why not kind of just play your defense? I don't think you can play your defense as you normally do against a guy like Luca. He's that good. You've got to tweak it. I thought they did a little bit too much doubling. I thought they should have did a little, little bit more blitzing and just kind of showing as opposed to going full on double. Uh, but uh, again, it's it's hard to argue and, and knock what Eme's doing because he's done a heck of a job to get them in a position i not arguing and, or
1: knocking, it's just, again, you're right. used to doing a thing and it just has worked for you and they got into some trouble here. You don't know if doing the reverse would necessarily have been It would have been hard there.
2: to play him straight up. Would I'm would just throwing up. it out Sorry. there. I
1: understand needing mm-hmm. to do that at times and there are people who you're absolutely going to do that with, Luca being one, KD being another, where you just right. don't want those guys to torture you and you look at that Dallas right. team, I get it too. I know there's the reason I pointed out is it was in the conversation, whether it's in the chat here or on Twitter, you know, again, you see something not work, you're going to question it. It's like bringing in your trusted reliever in the eighth and he blows it. And it's like, well, maybe they should have gone to someone else. You know, like, obviously it doesn't always work. Just curious if you guys thought that's the, that was, you know, the right strategy in this game.
3: Obviously, you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. And, and Luca was still efficient. I mean, he still had, he had like eight rebounds, eight assists. Uh, he turned the ball over five times, which which is not crazy when you consider how much he has the ball in his hand and his usage rate. Yeah, but um, they. Because I, I again, it's doubling game, okay. a guy who's an outstanding passer versus. And again, this isn't turning
1: right. into a Tatum versus Luca debate. But again, there's a difference when you double people who are, you know, like well, oh, it, doubling LeBron. You know, doubling. Saw so there's guys who eat you alive. You guys who uh, can't wait for you to do that because they'll eat you alive. Versus Tatum, who has learned to react a little bit quicker, but you still saw how frustrated he was by the doubles today and by the length and just you know kind of being pushed to the outside and not really being able to get to his spots. Well, you know
0: what the Celtics basically said: like we're, we're not going to let Luca kill us. We're gonna we're gonna force somebody else in the Mavericks to kill us. And you know what happened? That's what exactly what happened. Somebody else in the Mavericks killed him. Finney Smith went off Can in win. the second half. And then Dinwiddie also went off, and he hit that game, basically the game winner, right, that three-pointer. They double Luka or whoever it is, and then you saw Mavericks whipping the ball around the three-point line, and Celtics were just chasing. They were just playing catch-up, trying to catch up to the ball, and and the Mavericks made them. This way, I think you are
4: muted. Yeah, that's a really good – no, 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 I'm muted myself because it's getting louder here. But, yeah, no, I just took it off now because, Jimmy, that's – a really good that's a really good point man because like, the Celtics put themselves in a the space where they had to come up with three consecutive stops and that's just that's really hard to do against this Dallas Mavericks team especially when they smell blood that's exactly what happened I mean Finney Smith hits a three you're able to string together a couple of stops, but you had to convert those into into makes on the other end you know I mean the Marcus smart thing that was awful like don't get me wrong like the referees really they dropped the ball on that one but at the same time the Celtics really put themselves in the corner there when they were forcing themselves to to come up with all those stops in, in such little time. And, and against someone like Luca, whether it was Luca himself or him finding somebody else, they were gonna make you pay. And you didn't capitalize on that turnover. Like Luca turns the ball over. That was a huge opportunity, I felt like, you know, right. to, to carry that momentum over. And then something just didn't do that. No, I thought Rob did as best he could. I thought Rob played pretty soft, solid defense on Luca too, too. Forcing
0: that turn forcing that turnover. But yeah, they couldn't take advantage of it. Even before. If, if Marcus Smart didn't get quote unquote fouled on that, that's not a shot you wanted him to take anyways. A 30 foot desperation three. Um, you know, when you've got guys like Tatum out there. You know, like, yeah, you know, I said, uh oh. Yeah, it was just bad,
1: bad. At the end of the day, that's what cost them, Jimmy. The and that's why it was reversed. That's why it was reversed. The reason it was reversed is no one believed Marcus Smart really was planning on taking that shot. And that was what they wanted in that situation. They knew he was foul hunting there and they reversed it, it based though. off of that. What I'm saying is that was not, I honestly think that worked against him. The idea that Marcus Smart's going to take a 26-footer because that's just what he does without the idea that he did it with knowing that he was trying to draw contact, I think they just sniffed it out. Like, nope, that wasn't real. You know, the, the, you embellished know. it. You created the contact yourself. It's,
0: it's, it's the whole what, what, what is a catch? It's the same argument we're having now. What is a foul-up? is a I'm catch? I'm just saying yeah, his we're, reputation we're at, on the, the court is a big deal. No, I'm saying his, repu- his reputation worked against
1: argument. him. His re- his reputation worked against him, and just the idea that that's what. Yeah, Carlos you know what? I don't we're even know if do. that's
0: true. I don't know if that's true. I think you look at the high.
4: Like, John, you, you might argue you the highlight.
1: Josue? Josue, go, go ahead.
4: No, I was going to say, John, you bring you bring up a good point because i feel like that reputation is sort of continues to follow Marcus, but especially in that moment now if this is the end of the third quarter he probably gets that but because it's the end of the fourth yeah i'm with you john i mean his reputation doesn't help him even though he's far removed from being the flopper he used to be you know a couple of years ago but that that reputation continues to follow him because he he does t- tend to exaggerate you know in that instant but anybody would do that you know but because it's marcus he doesn't get the benefit it's- of the doubt all the time
1: And it's just because that would never be what the play you would call in that situation. So if Marcus is shooting that, he's shooting it with the idea that he's trying to get a foul, not because he thinks he's going to make that shot. And I I, I just think they, I think that, I think it was, I think it entered their thinking. That's all. Probably. Um, I, I think Tatum, I think Tatum gets it. It's
2: just that they called a foul on the floor. So I right. kind of That's hard I've to reverse seen anything like that. Yeah. Well, hard if, to reverse.
0: If, if all those things you're saying are true, John, then they wouldn't have called it a foul initially. They would have said, No, this guy's just trying to create contact. We're gonna play off. Yeah. So what yeah, like, I just think, think when they
1: looked situation. at it situation. I just think when they looked at it, they're like, I think he's just he, I think he tried to buy this one Here's and they what just I'll didn't say. give it to him. This is my last yeah. point.
0: I already said it. It's like what is the catch? What isn't the catch? What is a foul? What isn't? If you hit if you make contact on the hand right after the shot. Is that a foul or is that not a foul? Because some people are saying it's not. It's called the high five and it's not a foul. Some people are saying it's contact. Like Sharad said earlier, majority of these fouls occur after the shot is, you know, released in a, in a lot of these situations. I think so, they
1: called a lot. Didn't it look like they called more of a landing zone foul with the legs kind of making contact there? Then we saw the in the replay that the, the
0: hand. I'm just. The,
1: I'm saying I believe the foul call looked like it was in the landing spot with the legs kicking out. And when they looked at the replay, they also happened to notice that there was a nick of the hand, which wasn't the original reason they called the foul. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I read it. At first glance, okay. when you watched it live, were you like, oh, my God, his hand got nicked on the follow through? Or did you think he got submarined? It got nicked. No, but what did you think when you watched it I live? Thought I thought he got submarines. I thought he got undercut. I thought he got When That's so what I'm they went looking the floor, for. But... Yes.
4: Yeah. That, okay. I
1: think they went looking for that call, didn't see that happen, thought that Marcus sold it by kicking his legs out scissor style to buy a foul, and then happened to see that there was a little contact at the end, and that's why. Uh, that, again, I don't know, but that's, the how, only that's, reason how, I disagree that's how it went through my
0: brain. Yeah. Luca was saying he hit ball, he hit ball saying that he was doing this, making it seem like it was ball, but it wasn't, but got' it, hit got his it, hand. Got it, got so Anyways, yeah. I don't even care. It is what it is. It's over. It's a, it's a shame that it got to that point. Celtics had this game in control. They were up, what, 13, 14, or whatever it was, and just an awful execution in the second half. I don't know what the hell eme said to them at halftime, but, man, it did not. KG change.
2: was running the room.
0: No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, we saw the highlights of KG, you know, pregame, talking to the players, you know, kind of getting them hyped up. It certainly seemed like they came to ready to play i mean jaylen they oh
2: they were the storm man yeah. yeah it was, was just hard it was a day. hard ball, game
0: right. right it was a hard game and, and credit to the mavericks they're probably the equivalent of the celtics in the west the way they've been playing lately um you know we don't we don't probably hear about them as much but i mean bobby and joe sway you guys i'm sure or and Shiraz, you guys and john i guess maybe not john but you guys know enough about what's going on over there and i'm sure basically what they've been How saying
2: about, about their ball movement? Yeah, defensively they've been great. I didn't know they were moving the ball like that. Some of those four-pass possessions, swinging the ball all the way to the other side, Dinwiddie hitting those, great stuff by them. And they hit like three threes off those, including the game winner where Luka was really yeah. stuck and got the ball out for Dinwiddie again, who was just sensational on those uh, breakout threes. They got going out in transition a little bit more than Boston probably wants to, but they gave them those opportunities with all the turnovers, especially early. The Celtics should have been yeah. up like 20 20 points in that first quarter when they were piling up all those stops, and then the third quarter they really just got lit up, and that's where this one turned for the worst. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny, Bobby. We had that. We had
4: that brief conversation about um, Burton. And you're like, man, like I'm surprised this guy gets a, a whole lot of playing time. I'm Like, on this team, if you can shoot at a certain percentage, then you're gonna get a shot out there because they there's have so shooters many everywhere. Exactly. They do such a good job of pushing that ball around. So you're bound to get an Man. open look, and they'll take their chances with someone like Burton. Obviously, he didn't have a good one tonight. I mean, he did manage to hit one, but, you know, like that's the reason why guys like that get on the floor, especially size. you know, guys that can, that can um, you know, pre- present mismatch opportunities. Like that's sort of Dallas's MO. But again, you have guys that can swing that ball around, and everyone sort of takes their part in, in, in being, um, you know, productive on the opposite end on defense. I saw a little bit of both of that today, especially when Vinny Smith hit that. Vinny Smith hit that three-pointer, and then these guys started to buckle down a bit on defense.
2: Yep. We do have um, ten minutes until the ceremony, in case anyone's curious. Yeah. Well, yep. all right. I'm going to spend a few
1: minutes on one thing here. Um, and again, this person, I, 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 it's incredible. The best thing that ever happened to Marcus Smart was the Celtics traded for Derek White because <laughs> now no one. <laughs> because now no no one is going to have conversations about the little things that Marcus Smart does anymore. We're going to now argue about Derek White's value and how good a defender is and giving the game what it needs, and we're going to stack him against two for ten and one for eight shooting appearances uh, where he doesn't make any threes and looks friggin' terrible shooting the ball. And this is going to be the debate we're going to have for the next four years. So congratulations, Derek.
4: Can't wait. know why, though, right? Why? He makes, makes a little more change, a little bit more. That's why. It's
1: close. The They're both in the seventeen million mark. It's close. But at the end
4: of the day, but if if Marcus was up here, I think Marcus would still get some of that blame pie a bit. A little Marcus, hey, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus playing
1: great is, you know, now. Know. Marcus is in the club. He's in the circle of trust, and you know. now it's this newcomer, Derek White, which is like. What is going on with this guy? And again, I understand it's going to be polarized. Oh, You've got the chat who's that. like, he's excellent. He's and other people are losing their Derek White minds right now. But, uh, you know, you're looking at that bench, man. You're going to go three deep. And the guy who's clearly the guy, you can, you know, Derek and Grant are the guys you need stuff from, you know. And when you're
0: not getting it, it's very noticeable on nights where starters struggle. Yeah. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. Okay, BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. It's the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: You know, you need a bench lift. When the starters...
0: That's what we've been saying.
2: You need that bench lift. Where's the offense coming from? Who do you... And who do you close this game with? It's the starters. No one on the bench could break into that closing group. Well, think about this.
0: They went to Pritchard tonight. Like, late in that game, they stuck with Pritchard over over some other options they could have gone to, including White. So, I I don't know what that says about where they think White's at right now. But they were looking for anything on offense tonight. And, again, it's that second unit that, whether it's Grant, Pritchard, White, I mean, somebody's got to get it going if Tatum isn't. You know, dropping thirty plus.
4: Hey, that around. white quote still stands. All right, that comment you just put up there. That white quote—he's he, still a great fit. Don't get us wrong, but because of how thin this team is, because of the, the the second unit is so thin, there's a whole lot of weight on on, on Derek White to, to produce offensively. When, when this team comes up short, especially when when Jalen went six for sixteen today, you know, you know Jalen uh, Jason was a little was, was a bit off in that second half a bit. So you know, it, it's tough. But yeah, I mean, White's gonna be that guy that people point to on nights like this or days like this.
2: What do you think of White Sherrod?
3: I think Derek is, this is this is what you get. I mean, he's going to have nights where he's going to suck shooting the ball. Uh, you're just hoping that he can balance that out or overcome that by playing really good defense and making impact plays. He didn't do that tonight. Uh, he did not make impact plays. He couldn't shoot the ball well. I didn't feel his presence or imprint on the game in any positive way at all. And that takes a lot of the, We typically talk about those type of things with Marcus Smart. Obviously not doing that right now. Bottom line is this. They need better, more consistent production out of that bench if they're going to have the kind of season that they seem to be trending towards. He can't have too many games like this.
0: I was in the Discord during the game. That's where I like to hang out sometimes. And uh, I just said, um, in the Discord I said, Derek white needs to stop. something like Derek white needs to stop shooting me and me and I'm holding it down a little bit earlier today in the discord I'm it will, will go off on Derek white at any moment. But, um,
2: somebody said, <laughs> you well, be
0: somebody said this, let me just finish. Somebody said, Derek white's never been a good shooter. So if you thought he was like the jokes on you and my response is just this, I don't even need him to be a good shooter. I just need him to not be the worst shooter. That's all. Just don't be the worst shooter. Just be average. And I think that that would be something.
2: Well, they've been shooting poorly since the whole shakeup, and it's pretty amazing what they've done offensively without any shooting. They shot 18% on Friday. We didn't even notice that from three. I didn't even mention that on the air. So they overcome it with other stuff, but there are going to be games where the interior isn't quite there. You're not getting on the break. The other team's not turning the ball over. Where You're going to have to hit some shots. And I, I hate especially, you know, if you're white, being aggressive, firing off those shots, I like that better than Pritchard passing up like open looks down the stretch yeah. fire away you, but someone's gonna shoot it
1: you, you have to look at it you, you have to be able to look at it you know through the if you're gonna view the celtics through a particular lens which is it's defense and they make you worse and they make you play bad and they're really tough to play against you have to recognize when someone does it to you so I don't think you the question goes back to can you write this off as just the Celtics played poorly or did the Mavericks make them play poorly and if that's the case which other teams can make them play poorly like this you know because you're looking up and down it was pretty much endemic tonight it wasn't just one person Mm. we're calling out white here and that's fine it's you're only calling out white because the starters also had a rough game and you were looking for somebody to be the guy to come come in and, and do something different. They couldn't really do it. You know, the bench couldn't really do it either, but top to bottom outside of Al Horford, you know, nobody had a game that they feel really good about. Certainly not offensively.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and again, they've had, they've had a number of guys who have really played significantly better than we thought they would this year. Grant Williams, this first one comes to mind. This was not a good grant game. Uh, he missed a lot. I mean, he was one for six, but man, I would say of those five shots he missed, at least two or three of them were just wide open. You got to make those type of shots, and he didn't. So this was kind of almost like a reality check of sorts for these guys. That you know, you're, you've played, you've been playing good basketball, but there's still another level that you got to kick it into, another gear you've got to shift into. And when you don't, this is what happens: you get your ass beat on KG night, which yeah. sucks. It yeah. sucks so bad.
2: It yeah. does. I know a lot of great moments in that first half. We didn't even have to get KG here. That Brown dunk, gotta mention it. Best moment of the top year. Five play, I mean, are you top five. I top five dunk me? of the
3: year. And then oh. and then getting that from KG right after that. And then getting that from KG
2: right after that the was dunk. the that was the coolest thing I've ever seen watching the Celtics. I, I love was that. Just like, wow. What a moment. <laughs> that was an unreal dunk. And then just to
0: have KG right there for it, just to give a little dap after that, that, that was pretty sick. And then
3: you lose the damn game. That was smooth.
2: Yeah. That was That's it. tough. They I just wanna rough tonight.
1: I do wanna point out that last game when Bobby and I were talking about Jalen Brown just needing to be more consistent. The narrative uh, from the apologist was, he's hurt. Give him a break. He's working his way back from an ankle. And those same 100, 200 people, at the, when he dunked that ball at the same time, said, oh, see, he doesn't look hurt. Well, he's one of the other, guys. He, when he doesn't,
0: when he doesn't right. play well, he's
1: hurt. When he freaking hammers it down, see, he's fine. Uh, but that was... That was. I'm glad to see it because I actually thought he was a little grounded recently, um, yeah, no, where he's, he's had a couple of moments where he looked like he was trying to get some lift and finish in a way that you know, like a really savage Jalen, you know, sort of thing, and he didn't have it. So I was thrilled to see him get up and friggin', el- you know, put his yeah, elbow right. through the rim on that. That he 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 friggin' killed the guy. So well, that, that was. was point. Point. Well, he's
4: been. <laughs> yeah, he did. That was murder. But no, he that was did murder. He has, he has been. Like his approach has been to attack the rim, and I love that yeah. because he hasn't shot away yeah. those three-point shots throughout this entire run while Tatum's been going off. So I felt like this one was due, but man, he put that dude down, man.
1: Oh my goodness, he that's his. Dead. That's his. Yeah, yeah that have Seen
4: like KG yeah. jumped out of his seat because he was like that was that was, was a reflex. Like he couldn't help himself. Are you going to check Park it out, out? I mean, for for Jaylen to yep, get the. now. Was, I'll see you guys. That was good. All, All right, right. All All guys, right. are I'm gonna start to see it.
0: Real
1: quick. Bobby, Joe Sway, hang one more minute, okay? And Jimmy and I are going to hold it down while you guys relocate. Just hang one more minute on the show, all right?
0: Yeah. I want to say this. Okay. What well, we didn't... um, Oh, John left. Oh, wait. That's fine. We can still talk about it because we... So... You could,
4: just, you could tell... Joe Sway,
0: we, we missed you. We missed you in our pregame show. Anybody who didn't get a chance to catch our pregame show, we did a KG pregame show. So if you guys want to check that out, it's up on the YouTube. It was me, Bobby, Nick Jelso. Um, did about 40 minutes. It was a good time. One of the things we talked about was if Ray Allen was going to be in the building tonight. And sure surprise. enough, sure enough, he strolled in there right before the game. And I think you guys can tell me, it sounded like he got a, a lot of applause from the fans there.
4: Yes, yeah. he did. And, and and rightfully so, man. I like I don't think at the end of the day that these fans still have, you know, an angst towards Ray. It was mostly about the way Pierce and Garnett were towards him. And I think the, the last few years have been huge in the sense of mending that that relationship. I mean, Paul Pierce started it when they had that event out in China, and it sort of just snowballed from there. Docs have been encouraging to mend that relationship between KG and, and Ray, and for Ray to pull up here, I, I think it's the biggest testament of, of him saying, like, look, you know, things are, we buried the hashing. You know, we, we may not have to go public with it, but I'm sure KG and Ray had a personal conversation, whether it's at All-Star Weekend or at some point yeah, in the near like future. Or they, at some time during the past few weeks or the past month or so, I'm sure they hashed it out and had that one-on-one that we, we just don't know about, but it seems like they're very on very good terms, obviously, for him to be here.
2: Let me just say, before we get out of here, this, it, sit down and enjoy yourself, because this is going to be a long ceremony. There are a lot of chairs on the floor. <laughs>
4: yeah, a lot yeah, of stories to tell,
2: a fell lot out of uh,
4: you know, things to go through, man. This is going to be a good one, definitely. Yeah. Some People are asking right. where to watch it.
0: I know it's on NBC Boston, but I also heard it's going to be on NBA TV, so if you have either of those channels, you should be able to catch it there. Um, yep. or you can just figure out, get creative and figure out a way to watch it. But, um, yeah, John, John. We're in, yo. And, and yeah. And by the way, Bobby and Josue and Sherrod are all there. We're going to be grabbing a ton of footage from this ceremony to be posted. Um, I imagine tonight or at some point, you know, throughout the week. Um, like I said, we have a pregame video that's up that you guys can catch. It talks a lot about you know, KG, very centric KG video. And uh, we'll see what happens um, in the ceremony here. But yeah, it's going to be fun um i have a little bit of fomo i'll be honest that i'm not there but you guys will have to uh hold it down for me
4: um we got yeah. you jimmy one of the originals over here see on that's reported we got you.
0: that's right that's right but um lost, oh john uh, your. oh
4: no your mic is oh we lost there. John's mic oh, you so figure he out. Realizes
0: it now. yeah you gotta plug it in you gotta plug it in that's important <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> um
2: all right, yeah, we're going to start making our way down there.
4: Yeah, Bob's getting anxious, guys. We got to go.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't want to miss anything. I, I mean,
0: taking a look right now, you guys still have some time. I'm, I'm, I'm good, but Bob is getting anxious. Yeah, they got about half the seats or maybe three-quarters of the hey, seats. You know right hey, so. you know how long it takes to get
2: downstairs, Jimmy? No, that's a good call. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going go to the elevator for us right now.
4: Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> you should go do that.
2: Go hit that button, Joe I got you.
4: Hey, we'll we'll circle back. See
1: you guys. All right. See ya. Yeah. And, and it, uh, uh, there's still a ways to go because a lot of those, a lot of those, um, uh,
3: yeah, hear me now, right?
0: Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. I got you. I a want of, to that. Get on. So the current, the current Celtics players are, are coming out. I yeah, see, some, um, Al yeah, Warford's current players. Right
1: there. The current I, players are coming out. So there's still a little Peyton bit Pritchard. before this thing starts. Yeah.
0: yeah so for sure.
1: Jimmy and I will hold it down until it starts. Josue, if you want to relocate somewhere where you can catch it a little bit better, um, go do your thing.
0: All right, man, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas See is on the bill, not not I it. Saw that. Isaiah, the Thomas, other Isaiah, Pistons yeah. Isaiah Thomas. I, I guess him and yeah. Katie have a pretty strong relationship, so that that's cool. Derek yeah. white's so, shown on TV filing in now.
1: So we've talked about this, Ice. Jimmy, uh, and again, every fan from every Antoine generation has side, yeah. Sorry, every I'm fan from every you. generation has their guys um, and their you know whatever um yeah. this is your this is your guys here totally. jimmy you know this is more you and and again depending on where you came from there's one thing that was your everything and obviously the longer you've been around the more options you have at it so uh you know what i'll say and what's been talked about a bit by some you know some of the boomers or some of the people who are around pre kg you mm-hmm. know who uh, is um and i saw a couple people write about it um and talk about it as well and the thing that i wanted to talk about in this case is uh, it's really all about uh bringing back the Celtics st- pride, you know, There, totally. I- I- as you, Jimmy, probably and other people, you know, who are, you know, 2008, this is really their first experience. And let's even say Pierce and Antoine and those guys, you know, in the early 2000, you hear about what the Celtics are about, but you, you, you have to believe it without really knowing it, you know, uh, right. like it's okay. Like she, if you were a Yankees fan in the eighties, you'd be like, wait, I thought this was like the best team ever they sucked you know yeah. and you don't get it until like jeter and those guys come back and do it and this is what 2008 and kg and those guys did is this um completely brought it back in a way that like i didn't know if it was ever going to come back you know um, totally with with what they went through Post, you know, Big Three era. Those were some really, really, really dark times. And it starts with Paul, who comes in here, Antoine really, and then Antoine and Paul, and it brings them back to respectability. And then that still wasn't enough. It was, and I go back to here, and I know that's where
0: I got hooked, though. That's when I became a Celtics fan.
1: Those bingo, and like that still wasn't enough. That gave you entertainment, and it brought it back. And you had a couple players, Antoine in particular, who loved playing here, but. Whatever it meant or whatever you thought Celtics basketball was supposed to mean, it didn't come back until Kevin Garnett put on a uniform and he completely single handedly, in my opinion, changed everything, not just mine and many people's changed it. He's not the only important player on that team. You can argue who was more important, Pierce or whatever. Garnett brought it back. And and gave everybody who didn't have a chance to experience this idea of Celtics pride, what Celtics pride is about, without ever having played a second here, without knowing a God, without knowing a freaking thing about the organization, without wanting to come here at all. And he came here and turned it like that. And it's one of the most miraculous things I've ever seen because now – that's what most people know like the heart of the Celtics is supposed to be because the other stuff is just getting further and further and further removed where this is the, really the only thing that's happened to anybody in the last 40 years it's <laughs> the 35 right. years 40 years is this so the Celtics really in most people's minds who watch this team actively now are about this 2008 team and what Kevin Garnett kind of brought here
0: thousand percent I mean this you you got the blueprint for for what you know Celtic basketball looks like you know if you in your 30s and or a little bit younger a little bit older, you that's kind of how you it, uh, how you I guess identify the Celtics with being and it's Kevin Garnett and this is Kevin Garnett just didn't just flip a switch when he came to Boston. I mean he was an intense player in high school you know he was he brought it to Minnesota and he turned that franchise around and obviously they didn't get to where they wanted to go, but I think he could have probably went to any team and really flipped the entire city and turned them into a city that's just crazy for a Kevin Garnett-led team. Now, Celt- Boston was lucky. I don't think Celtics fans knew just how, you know, much this guy was going to mean to the city, the organization. We all knew that he was an ex- extremely talented player, but I don't think we knew that he was going to have the effect that he did. And, I, you know, there were some people that were against the trade when it happened because of how much they gave up and Al Jefferson was going to be, you know, the next big thing and all the picks and everything like that. But if you were <laughs> – it's crazy to think Sorry, about it.
1: Baby just walked on, and oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I got it on the corner.
0: <laughs> baby, he's, he, was pre, he was having a great time pregame, Baby. He's like oh, man. go ahead, yeah. Ba- go on, Jimmy. No, I mean, I'm just explaining, the you know, following up your what you said about Kevin Garnett's importance, but that made it funny. And if you were a Celtics fan, you had watched the Patriots win multiple Super Bowls. You had watched the Reds win multiple World Series. The Bruins hadn't won yet, but you were kind of like – the ugly stepchild, you know, the Celtics that weren't winning, they were distant fourth, I think in the popularity true Celtics fans, you didn't care about that stuff but you wanted to see them win. So, you didn't have a taste of it. You you had the 2001 run that was a lot of fun, but like you said, they came up short. They had no chance of beating that Nets team. So, this comes out of nowhere. You get these all-star players Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett and then and then all of a sudden other players want to actually play here. You got a swagger, you got you got this attitude and you're all of a sudden, like, the team that everyone wants to be or the team that everyone wants to beat. And that was just a fun, fun, fun season. It's a shame they couldn't win a couple more, but it's no fault of Kevin it's, Garnett, that's for sure.
1: I it's mean, the, the injuries worst. caught up. It's the yeah, biggest bummer.
4: Luck.
0: It is.
1: You talk about, like, things you wish you could have back. Like, how many things, if you could reverse them right now, would, mm-hmm. you, would you do it in Boston sports? And very, 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 very high up there is um, – is uh kevin garnett's knee injury there yeah. because that 2009 as good as 2008 was that 2009 team was like 25 percent yeah. they were an absolute wagon that team was headed for friggin 68 wins like i they were yeah hooking. it's like
0: when brady went down with his acl it's like the same thing after the undefeated after the 18 in one year it's like they got robbed of another chance to Oh. To just go back, to, you know, back to the Super Bowl whatever. But,
1: Unreal. That team was, I mean, they had just run that, that stretch that they were on. And when that happened, I just remember just stopping in my tracks. Like, no, oh yeah. no, no. Really so
0: um, injuries have not been, been kind to yeah. the Celtics over the last, they're counting
1: down now with a with a countdown to kg so we'll let you guys kind of boogie i did want to say a couple things before we go but yeah again this was a great thing what kevin garnett did and 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 it's a shame because i mean you know garnett at 50 percent you know probably should have won another title here um you know park doesn't get banged up here a couple years later but they should have run three they should have run it for
0: three straight um, right. He's walking you know, down the tunnel now. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, that, would have been know, something. that aside, though, that he's had in the organization, I mean, them, taking them out of like Loserville and into a winning culture. That's why it's so important that Celtics need to find a way to get this guy in the TD Garden more often, get him in the city, find uh, give him a check and, and tell him. Write your amount. What's it going to take to get you into this, into the garden, get you in Boston, get us, get you involved in the organization? It's
1: going to take a GoFundMe. They need
0: it. They need it. It's going to yeah. take a GoFundMe for Wick because you know Wick doesn't want to open up the wallet. But honestly, it's, it's extremely important because a lot of the legends that these guys, Pierce Grant and those guys, saw walk in the halls, who's it going to be for Tatum and Brown? Who's it going to be for these, you know, like it's got to be guys like Garnett. It's got to be guys like Pierce. It's got to be guy like Ray Allen if he's now welcomed back into. You know, in, uh, you know, as I think he should have been. I don't know if they're going to be those players, but the Celtics organization needs to find ways to get guys. It's strange like that though, that right?
1: Around. It's strange. It's not um, – I don't know why a team that the best selling point it has is its history, um, right. you know, doesn't, you know, do this. Do a little as, bit more. You know, a little bit more here, especially with these guys. And some of it is just, you know, these guys are all over the place in different parts yeah, of the on country doing their own thing. Yeah. KG's kind of got his own thing going on. Ray is obviously kind of that's he's been a weird one. I don't know what's going on with Rondo. Did Rondo say if Ray's if Ray's coming up? I mean, I know he's playing, but I don't, you know, yeah. I haven't seen him really pop up too too much here. Real quick before we wrap it, I want to let people know again about our sponsor, uh, Coda. Um, it's a project management tool for teams. Here you can do a ton with it. Uh, and the best part about it, not the best part, um, but a part about it is it's also free, uh, which is a very cool thing. All you have to do is uh, head over to uh, Coda.io. Uh, get started for free. It's Coda.io slash garden, I should say. Uh, And what do you get out of this? Teams working all across the country. If everything's spread out, documents, spreadsheets, all of these workflow tools, you get Coda and it brings it all together. It's customizable. It's connected. There's templates for anything and everything. Product roadmap, remote onboarding, meeting notes, whatever you have it. Coda has all of these things. So it's, it's, like I said, there's a template for literally everything that you would need. It's a one-stop shopping tool. It's terrific. Uh, If you're managing managing a team or you have a small business and you're trying to keep everything organized, check out Coda if you want to sync everything up. Once again, coda.io get started for free, coda.io slash garden get started for free they just want you to check it out again your support the show support our sponsors pop over here and check it out um and that's that mike gorman is on the mic he is yeah, speaking Carmen. he's starting his ceremony we're going to let you guys watch it we may or may not pop back out uh, after if there's anything worth talking about otherwise just make sure to check out our uh celtics uh youtube pages for all of the uh
0: yeah we're gonna kevin have some Garnett. content coming out of this for sure so post game materials stuff that you yeah. won't be seeing on this broadcast we'll, we'll have for you guys so yeah um definitely pop on over to the youtube and check all that stuff out yeah mike gorman's up a, up on the podium kevin Garnett just walked out into out the middle of the into the middle of the court that was kind of like a goosebump type moment I, i'm sure for everybody there yeah and, um, enjoy
1: it guys this is fun stuff it's uh nice to celebrate and again this was a yeah off on the discord awesome actually for this this, this was, was an awesome yeah, hang hang out Hop on Discord. We can watch this thing together. Jimmy and I are going to go check it out, as we said. Bobby, Josue, Sharad—they're all down there. They're checking it out as well. Nick Gelso is in the stands. We've got basically everybody. Everybody's there except for me and Jimmy. That's yeah,
0: I goes. don't know how that happened, but
1: <laughs> I could have made it happen for you, Jimmy. I'm no, it's sorry. all
4: good. It's all I was good,
1: never man. going. I was never going. But you guys, I could I could have had you go too. Um, so again, thank you guys for hanging out. I know it's a Sunday. I know you. You know some of you guys want to head over. Um, and uh and uh and watch so do it all right